Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! So we're continuing our series on the cosmic battle between good and evil, and we're kind of wrapping it up with this, uh, you know, actually, evil is no match for God. Evil is no match for God. Let's talk about that. That's good. First of all, God is light, right? First John 1, uh, 5 says that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all, zero darkness. <clears throat> and of course, the reason for that is, is that, is that when you're absolute light, because God is absolute life, absolute light, absolute good, absolute love. love, there's no darkness at all. That's what that means. He's absolute. And where there's absolute light, there is no darkness at all. And, and so the two cannot coexist. When you have absolute light, there's just zero darkness. That's why when God said, when God looked upon creation and it said darkness was upon the face of the deep, what did, what happened? God said, let there be light. And then it says, and light was, you know, and, and I love to bring out how we don't see this battle as back and forth of darkness, trying to beat the light and the light trying to push back against the darkness. And somebody's on the sidelines rooting, come on light. You've got to win. Don't let the darkness overtake you. It doesn't happen because once light appears, the darkness is just gone. Mm -hmm. uh, darkness is not even its own force. It's just the absence of, 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 of light. It doesn't, uh, it, it's just, it, it just exists. It, it's, it's the absence of light and light is what shows us everything we can see. Even, even if things are dark, it doesn't mean that the things that there's nothing there. It just means that somebody can't see it, but mm -hmm. God is, is, is light and he's absolute love. And so there was not a battle. There's never a battle between darkness and light. Whenever a light is turned on in a room, in a dark room, what happens? The darkness is just gone immediately. Mm -hmm. You don't flip on the light switch and then you start watching this fight go on and then you're rooting mm -hmm. for the light and you're hoping the light wins so you can see mm -hmm. <laughs> when you enter that room. It never happens. There is no match for God. Mm -hmm. So traditionally growing up in the church or in Christianity, we're taught you know that there is an enemy so there that that satan uh exists to thwart the plans of god and you know he was this angel that uh got full of himself and then fell and you know brought it, uh, everyone with him so so we've been taught that there there is this uh dark force against us yeah. So, I mean, you have to kind of deal with it. Like, what? how do you address that? First, let's talk about what darkness is. Okay. Because we've had all these these, these fantasy stories and things of this, like the, ooh, the powers of darkness and all that. And darkness is, 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 is ignorance. It's where there is no truth. It's where truth is not seen. There's going to be darkness. Um, there won't be light. <laughs> There'll be darkness because uh, light is not there. Um, uh, what is, 
What is is the devil really? A, a, a deceiver, a whisperer, a slanderer, the accuser of the brothers is what he's called. So even in the, the Garden of Eden, that serpent that we attribute to the devil, the, the, the word for serpent is actually... It means whisperer, whisperer. Whisperer. Did God really slay? And that goes with these, with these other words that we have for like devil and, uh, and, and uh, Satan, the adversary. It's the adversary of our soul, the accuser. It's that, that the, the thoughts, the voices that say, um, uh, they, ac- they accuse you. You're not worthy of God. We see, it, we see that voice ha- operating in Adam right off the bat when God comes... And, and uh, they hear God in the Garden of Eden. What do, what do they do? They run and they hide. They're not worthy. They can't. They can't stand in His presence. They're, the accuser is always the one that makes us. That tells us that God doesn't love us. Well, if we think God doesn't love us, then we probably think God doesn't like somebody else too, right? right. And that's where all that that starts. Is where we don't understand that God loves everybody, mm. but. In all that, so you have that accuser of the brothers. You have that slanderer, mm-hmm. the accuser. Um, what does Hebrews say about that? It says, Jesus destroyed him who had the power of death. That is the devil. Mm-hmm. And the strength of de- the, 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 the power of death is fear itself. He said they, they, he delivered them from the, uh, from the fear of death and destroyed him that had the power of death, that is the devil. So Jesus destroyed. When he said, I saw Satan fall uh, like lightning, <laughs> like lightning. So if there ever was a war, it was a quick war. <laughs> it wasn't this, this eternal, this eternity-long battle going on. Jesus came. And when we see Jesus do his thing, what did he say? It is finished. And he has been ever since sitting, sitting, not fighting. Like at rest. Sitting. At the right hand of the Father, who must also be sitting, and who has been since the days of creation, because on the seventh day, God himself rested. Nowhere do we see that he got up the next day on the eighth day and started working again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He rested because the works were finished from the foundation of the world. And Jesus came to actually manifest that whole thing and bring... um, uh, bring the fullness of all the promises that God had made of all the restoration and all all the rest and all the peace and all everything that he had made. Jesus came and brought that and said, now it's here. I've revealed the Father to you. I have died and shown you. I've been a sacrifice. There is no more sacrifice for sin. That also is over. I will ascend to the Father that I can come by the Holy Spirit and live inside of each and every one of you so that where I am, you can be there too. And we are with him now and joined with him in the Spirit. Everything is done in that. And there is light. And the Bible says that God has reconciled the world unto himself, not imputing their sins against them. The light has come. The reconciliation has come. God has come. The wedding, we've been joined together with him. The work is done. Now, the Spirit lives in us simply, as the Bible says, to reveal the things that have been freely given to us. So now we're just, we're just, we're learning it. We're learning to acknowledge because we've learned the way of, of the world. 
-hmm. We've learned the knowledge of good and evil, and and really what we what we see going on is inside of us is this renewing of the mind because the light just keeps taking over more and it's driving out our ignorance. And when it's driving out that ignorance, um, we what happens to the to the slanderer, the voice of the accuser, the one that accused us day and night. Mm -hmm. uh, the book of Revelation says, it starts to grow faint, and after a while it becomes non-existent. I can say that for myself. And that's where you actually live as someone who knows that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. I, I just love that his ways are not, not our ways. But, but we see the New Testament and it says, Jesus destroyed the enemy. He was defeated in the work of Jesus that he did. So, so boom, it's, it, it, it is done. Mm -hmm. And we don't see a warfare going on in that way after that. Right, right. But even in the church, we've gotten, I know myself, sort of caught up in this idea of warfare, of spiritual warfare, mm -hmm. that you have to kind of loudly proclaim and cast out mm -hmm. demons and devils and, and all of that. Um, because I think we still see sort of the effects right. of um, evil. We yeah. see the effects of, of the fallen world. Right. And, and so we're trying, to, we're trying to conquer it, mm -hmm. even though Jesus already yeah. and let's, conquered it. And let's do what he taught us, how he taught us to, uh, to appropriate this. Is he, says, don't, he says, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And, and let's use, the, uh, uh, I think, a more proper term. We're talking about ignorance. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about people that don't know, don't know God, darkness, and we're left and people that are left to themselves without the knowledge of God. What are they going to do? They're going to operate in the knowledge of good and evil. It's going to be their good against your evil and your good against their evil, and so we have that of whole course, cycle going right. on. And so everybody's pointing the finger and calling each other evil. <laughs> mm -hmm. And there's so many things that 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 we're calling evil, and it's and it's ignorance of God. It's ignorance of of of, of His kingdom. It's not knowing Him. And the Bible says, when you know him, you know love. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 everything keeps funneling down to that. That's, That's where good. the true light is. And the, and the good that overcomes that is what? It's the heart. It's, the, it's love. It's the power of God. It's his heart. It's his ways. It's the ways of heaven, the way that heaven's always been, always will be, never will change. And, and the will is on earth as it is in heaven. And we see that he came to earth came to live in, in mankind, to, 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 to restore, to set at one again mankind. The war between God and man's over. This is where we see the unity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, now that's a point too right there. That, that, that is, we see that unity uh, uh, that God has with man. The war between God and man, if there ever was one, it's, it's, over. It, it's over because Jesus has, has come and proclaimed peace. Whether you all. accept it or not doesn't right. matter. It's been done. Yeah. So God is not at war with man, and so, and so if He's not at war with man, then that that's all man. It's mm -hmm. not just the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> he's not at war. So the idea that we still think that God is at war with mankind gives us the idea that He still wants to destroy at least a good part of mankind. Yeah. And He didn't come to destroy. <laughs> yeah. You see that when um, natural disasters happen, people will attribute it. Mm -hmm to God uh, bringing judgment. Yeah, and you know what? That is so primitive. That's as, that's as bad as a, as a tribe on an island saying when a volcano goes off that God's angry. 
And that we have to put a little baby in there. To yeah, right. Stop. And yeah, it demands a sacrifice. And mm-hmm. so it's always something. And what, what, when people believe that, what do they do? They always accuse. Well, what voice is that? Is that God's voice? They accuse. Well, it's happened because America's doing wrong. We've allowed this and allowed that. And if we don't get it right, more worse is going to come. What is that? That's not God. That's the voice of the accuser. That's <laughs> ignorance yeah. of God. That's Adam turning to Eve and going, she made me it's do it. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. Come on, guys. People listening. Let's don't believe that stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a low level. Um, it's just human. It's human. it's just human low level knowledge, knowledge of good and evil. True, good and evil. Well, since we're talking about evil and evil is no match for God, I had another question for you, um, and it's about the Book of Revelation. I have a a dear friend who um, we were studying. I think we were studying the book of Daniel and she came into the study new, new, new Christian. And she was really consumed with this idea of cosmic battle mm-hmm. between good and evil. And she mm-hmm. was seeing evil everywhere. And, and the book of Daniel was so int- intriguing to her because it sort of had those themes right. in it. But anyway, uh, a lot of times we see that in the book of Revelation where, um, at least she did, had a lot of ideas Mm -hmm. about uh, this this cosmic battle happening Mm -hmm. and that uh, people were going to be destroyed and we were going to go through tribulation. Mm -hmm. It was going to be this really bad time and there's going to be this one world government and all this stuff comes out of the book of Revelation. And I'll just be honest the book of revelation is a difficult one for me because there's so much imagery Mm -hmm. that, uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't discern it uh, completely. So I wanted to ask you kind of, what do we do with, I, I mean, I think even the, the rapture came out of the book of revelation maybe, or I, I'm not sure. Kind of. I, they kind of associate some things from that. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad that's, that's brought up, especially, um, on this, this, this fourth installment of us talking about the cosmic battle, because what we've done so far is hopefully we've done, um, and you can, there's so much teaching that can be done, but on, on these, these, these short podcasts, we've, we've done our best to to show the heart of God in this and to show his, how he, he's all about union and unity and he's the friend of sinners and he doesn't have enemies and so on. So then we come to this book of, yeah, but what about the book of Revelation? And the and all end this, times. The, the end, end times, times battle. That's when, the, that's when it's all going to come to What about the end head, times battle between good and evil, God and, and the forces of evil and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so in our brief time that we want, we want to keep it brief for the purposes of the, of the podcast, but, but a couple of things about the book of Revelation. Number one, um, the book of Revelation is not that hard for me anymore because of, uh, of, 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 of a light turned on on me one day. I opened the book up and I read the first verse and it says the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ. So I'm like, oh, so this is not the revelation of the Antichrist here. <laughs> this is not the revelation of anything other than the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is going to That's reveal good. him to me. So it's not the revelation of end times. It's the revelation mm-hmm. of Jesus yeah. Christ. Also, 
the rebel the, the book was written because John had a vision on the Isle of Patmos, a so, prophetic vision. This is in his older days. He was um, sent to this island by himself, I guess, mm-hmm. or he was exiled. exiled. Well, he was there, and he and he and, and he and he was he was he was praying, and and he had had a vision, and so he wrote down what he saw, as with all prophecy, as, all, as with all visions. The visions, read any of them in the Bible, Old Testament, New, whatever, none of them are literal. They are symbolic. So there they're, so they're, so they're takes interpretation. For instance, Jesus is seen as a lamb of God, and he's got a sword proceeding out of his mouth. Well, he's not a little furry animal running around in heaven. Mm-hmm. He's Jesus, but it's a symbol. It's yeah. symbolic, right? And so we have that. Now, when there are parallel things between Daniel and Revelation that overlap, and and one of the reasons is because they were, both were prophesying about these kingdoms, literal kingdoms that came. Very briefly, it's this. Very much of it, of, of the book of Revelation, was something that would soon come to pass after John had this vision. And it did, soon. Mm. Okay? So... There was an overthrow of Rome. That, that, that uh, excuse me. There was an overthrow of Jerusalem that 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 that, that came. There was there was um, a symbolic a person that was used that was spoken of in symbolic terms, such as beast and, and this and that and and these and and, and, and over this kingdom. Uh, there was somebody that was that would whose name was cryptic, and he said, "Let me give you a clue," and he gave him this 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 number. And you can take that number, and to me it's pretty plain that he's talking about Nero. His name comes out to that number that he's, he's six. When you, when you do what they knew to do with Greek lettering and numbers in those days, he says, here's wisdom. Somebody he said, if you can figure this out, you know what I'm talking about here. His number is six, six hundred, six and six. Is, was it Greek or Jewish? That no, did was, the numer- no, it was Greek. It was, it was Greek. Greek. There's a word for that okay. um, that they that they would that, that that they would do. They would assign a number to the to letter, letter, and it comes out to that to the, to that particular number. And and he did everything that that John um, described there. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that happened then. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that it would happen within that generation, and it did. Within 40 years, the things that the Revelation was symbolically describing did happen. And Jesus did say. That it will that there will never that there's never been a day like it, and there will never be one after it. So after that happened in A.D. seventy, mm-hmm. is what a lot of that is talking about. He said there will never be another day like that again. Jesus said that. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about that. So so uh, most of all those things that are spoken of, all this destruction that was going on, and how how Jerusalem was 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 destroyed, and and all all this whole thing. So it was an end time, an end of the times of the Jewish Yeah, and that's what they were calling system. the end of the age. End times. Their belief was system. that when the Messiah come, that he would bring an end of the age and he would start the, the Messianic age. age, which he did. Right. Which he did. We are now of the generation of Jesus Christ. A new day, a new covenant, right. a new, new thing has happened. We are what the Bible calls a new creation. So we're not living in the end times. No, those biblical end times happened almost 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they understood that. That's why they were asking Jesus, what will it be? You know, what, what will those signs be? And Jesus told them, he told them exactly what would happen. Go he told to them, the he said, this temple is yeah. going to be destroyed. He says, when you see the armies gathering like that, run because they're coming. And they did. 
And right. history tell anyway. So history tells that. Very, there again, we, we, you could spend a lot of time talking about this, but the book of Revelation is not about what we think of as some future end of the world times. Right. Some apocalypse. The fact the word apocalypse simply means the revealing. It means the reveal, mm -hmm. we're talking about the revealing of Jesus. Um, so it's the revelation of Jesus Christ, and it's something that happened, and it's spoken of symbolically in, 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 in pictures, and it reveals, it, it, it reveals um, what Jesus had told them was going to happen and what did happen. That's good. Um, another thing, in, in the book of Revelation, there, there is no mention of a one-world government. The Bible does not teach that. See, God, Where does that come from? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I just assume I don't even check sometimes. Okay, you know, so there's 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 a passage where it says where it says that something would happen and and it would be and, and it's where where it talks about um, this leader and it says and like all the world will wonder and say who can make war with him and 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 so that word world I mean you can't build a whole <laughs> a whole religion on on that because that, look it up it means the ground the region. The world, it's an area, and it can mean any size of an area. Yeah. It can mean the whole world. It can mean, uh, it can mean our yard, you know, uh, the whole world here. Mm -hmm. um, so, but that's about all it says about that. It doesn't say somebody's going to start a one world government and, 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 you know, and it's going to become, it's going to be the European Union, come out of the European Union or come out of the United Nations and all these weird things that people are, are talking about and they're, they're making up and, and, and they've been doing this for many, many years and then they have to change it because what they said was going to happen never does happen. You notice um, on these ideas, there's a there's like a a seed of fear that always is what, always. You know, I mean, my girlfriend who came into that Bible study was so full of fear. Yeah. I mean, she was like that tells you right there that it, that that, so that 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 kind of teaching is not does not yeah. come from the heart of God. She's not it's, like that anymore. It comes from the mind of man. <laughs> is what that is. She's she understands more yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So so to bring all that out is to mm -hmm. say that that no, the book of Revelation does not prove that there's some there's some uh, pending end time war between good and evil that's going to happen. God already destroyed evil. Yeah. He did it with Jesus. He destroyed the power of sin and death. Now we get to live forever. We don't have to fear death. Mm -hmm. Now we get to now we just get to love because there's no condemnation to us. Mm -hmm. there, there's going to be no condemnation towards others and as and and we'll be one as the Father and the Son are one. And this is why we're sent out to spread the good news the or good. the gospel so that people will see, will understand world. that this has happened yeah. and, and make no differentiation. Good. Yeah. Between Greek nor Jew, mm -hmm. male nor female, bond or free, there are no dividing lines. And that's why you, when you see the language of God, you see the heart of God. Yeah. He says, all the earth. <laughs> mm. I love that vision in Habakkuk 2. Yeah. Right? He all said, all the earth, earth would be filled yeah. with his glory as truly as he lives. Yeah. For God to say that, for that to be as truly as he lives, mm -hmm. it's like this is going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he has set it in motion from the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. And these lines that are drawn in our minds are not indelible. They are temporary. Mm -hmm. In fact, I know that because it's happened in me. Mm -hmm. So many of the lines that I used to have, the boundaries and barriers that I would put, 
put between people, kinds of people, people with different behaviors. I don't see those anymore. I'm starting to see more with the with the eyes of my father, and it's beautiful. I love this, and it sure makes me feel a lot happier mm-hmm. too. Yeah, and the and it drives out fear, and uh, and it advances the kingdom. The other things we try of trying to battle evil with evil advances the world system. It advances, yeah, it <laughs> the, really the natural. does. The wrong thing. That's why I say, you know, we got we as, as long as as long as we the, the 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 Christianity, if we keep trying to battle the world, battle the evil with the world's tools of fear and anger and hate shame. and condemnation and judgmentalism. Those are the world's tools. Those are not God's. Mm-hmm. As long as we keep fighting with those, we are going to keep getting run over mm-hmm. in Christianity. Mm-hmm. But even if Christianity itself, as we know it, were smashed, the kingdom would still be here because that's righteousness, peace, and joy in the spirit. That kingdom will never go away. That will still abide in the hearts of people. That reminds me of that scripture in Isaiah 9. It's uh, kind of popular on Christmas cards, right? Where it Mm -hmm. says, of his kingdom and of his government, there shall be no end. And of peace. Of his government and of of peace. peace. There shall be no end. Right. And if he says it, Mm-hmm. It's for yeah. real. Of the in, actually, the way he says it, we got to get this right. Okay. Says, of the increase okay. of his government and of peace, peace. Be, that means it will continue to spread, and it has. It's like a seed. Jesus <coughs> was planted. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit was given, and it just incrementally grows mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. grows, and even it, it grew over thousands of years until it reached you or I. Right. But even in us, it's. It's growing growing and growing more than uh, yeah. than even last year. Right, you know? to where it's manifesting, the blade coming up out of the ground and starting to see the fruit of it. Mm-hmm. And what is the fruit? It's love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, kindness, yeah. etc. The fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. And the book of Revelation, if you, if you really want to get into the book of Revelation, then let's yeah. read the thing. Okay. Because it culminates in this whole thing and, it's, and, it, and it tells us, about us being these trees, Revelation 22, read the back of the book, <laughs> the end and of we it. would be trees planted by this river of living water, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, 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 our, and we would bear fruit 12 months out of the year. It means we'll always have, we'll always be bringing out love, joy, peace, etc. Mm-hmm. And it says, and our fruit will be for food. This is what we're going to feed the world. We're not going to feed them warfare. We're not going to feed them hate. We're not going to feed them uh, condemnation and judgmentalism and separatism and all that. We're going to feed them our fruit, which is our love, our joy, mm-hmm. our peace, and so on. Yeah. And it says, and our leaves will be for the healing of the nations. Wow. The nations need healing. They don't need yeah. people to hate them and fight them. Yeah. They need healing. And we are the healers of the nations. That's good. God is not at war with man. When Jesus said... When Jesus was born, the heavenly announcement was made. Now, it said. Yeah. Now, now, now. When Jesus came, now on peace, peace. on earth and goodwill good toward, toward man. man. That's the heart of the Father. Goodwill. Not, not war, not battle, not hate. Well, I've heard that saying so many times, you know, at Christmas time. But, man, really thinking about that, the heavens declared peace. 
between God and man and goodwill towards man. I mean, that's where, where the fear comes from is this fear that God might hold out on you, mm -hmm. might not really like you as much as he likes someone else. Like all those fearful thoughts, the heavens came out and said, no, there is goodwill. Mm -hmm. The God is good mm -hmm. and he wills good for you. Yeah. And he wants good so for God you. So God is not angry with man. Remember even in the Old Testament, he said, my spirit won't strive with man forever. Yeah. And at the announcement of Jesus is there. The striving's over. Now, goodwill okay. toward man. Peace on this earth. First of all, peace between God and man, and then peace between man and man. Uh, finally, we want to wrap this up with this thought. People look at the book of Revelation and look at you know things going on and maybe want the will of God ultimately to be done. And so, really, they, want a, they see a future peace. They'll say, oh, yeah, we win ultimately. They see a future peace, but they think it's a peace that comes on the other side of this, this horrible war. The good news is, now on earth, peace is here. And it's in my heart, and it's in your heart, and it's in the heart of multitudes in this world. Peace has been planted. Jesus said, I'm going to leave my peace with you. Not the kind that the world gives, but I'm going to give you my peace that abides forever. And it passes all understanding. And that's the peace that's now in the earth. And the way that peace will be seen more and more in this earth is simply by the growth of what's already in us. This peace is going to be extended. This peace is going to be given. This peace is going to spread one heart at a time. Men, mankind will have peace with God. God loves you. God is for you. God bless you. And that same peace will then be extended to others in the world. Mm. The seed's already here. The kingdom's already here. And of the increase of this peace, there shall be no end. That is good news. Love it. Thanks so much. Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.